Welcome to the Sober Q podcast. I'm Jem and I'm an alcoholic. The topic I've got today is when did I find hope? Prior to coming to Alcoholics Anonymous, I tried many, many different methods in trying to get sober because I knew alcohol wasn't for me and I'd exhausted all options and as the old timers say, the last house on the street is Alcoholics Anonymous so I had to get this right and I'd learnt about AA through AOD counsellors and the rehabs and the hospitals I had been to and I thought this is the last roll of the dice, you know. The other stuff could keep me sober for a few weeks or a few months at most, but ultimately I'd go back to drinking and torch my life to the ground every time I picked it up. And after staying quit and picking it up prior to AA, um, each bust would be so much more worse than the last time. And really coming to AA, I was between my legs, walked through the door, I was genuinely beaten um, and my surrender was there, I was waved a white flag, no more games and I needed to do whatever it took to stay sober because, you know, my life was on the line. I remember going to my first meeting in Greensboro and I heard the message, I kept coming back and My head wasn't slowing down and it was just crazy and I heard, you know, get a sponsor, get a home group, get a service position and everything that started coming my way in Alcoholics Anonymous, I I would say yes, you know, I would never say no, Um, you know, I'd do the dishes and and get a literacy position or, or a door greeter position and And most importantly, I kept coming back to AA. The exact times of when I found hope in the program was when I went through the 12 steps thoroughly with my sponsor and there was stuff there that I didn't know what I drank on. There was stuff there that when when it would come to my head and I'm drinking and those thoughts and actions would crop up, You know, I I couldn't stay drunk enough. And when I exposed all this stuff through step four and step five, it was something like a weight had lifted off my shoulder. And I realised in my first year of sobriety, something in me has changed. And I'm feeling a way that I've never felt before in my life, a feeling that I've never encountered before in my life. And I'm driving to work and the sun would rise while I'm driving on the freeway and I'd start crying because I can't explain this feeling and I haven't had this type of contentment, you know, from moment to moment before and I realised then that I'd been filled with little glimpses of hope that I've never had before in my life, you know, I... Everything, every problem I encountered in my life, I, I turned to the drink, you know, or, or turned to another form of addiction, um, you know, a form of escapism, um, because I could never 
deal with anything. I was incapable of dealing with anything. But Alcoholics Anonymous taught me to front up and it was new to me and I had to start learning how to do life on life's terms. Um, you know, I was like a 14-year-old boy trapped in a 30-year-old's body. I, when I came to AA, I genuinely didn't know how to tie the top of a rubbish bag. I had nothing under my name and mum would still cut my sandwiches for work and leave it at the front door before I left. I was incapable of doing anything but I thought I was a man because I was drinking with the the older blokes at the pub but that was far from the truth. Alcoholics Anonymous taught me how to live life. You know, my parents are amazing people but I didn't learn how to live life through them. I I learned the hope and and how to do life through Alcoholics Anonymous. The steps gave me a better quality sobriety, recovery. And I'm far from cured. I'm still a nut job. Um, I've got a daily reprieve. And that still involves, you know, working the nightly inventories and obviously step 12, our primary purpose. Um, but, you know, God willing, a day at a time, I can keep punching and uh, keep that Alcoholics Anonymous hope in my life. The honeymoon period that I felt in my first year of sobriety doesn't have to end. The excitement of getting sober doesn't have to end. If you would like to share your experience on a recovery question, visit the SoberQ podcast website at soberq.com. Thanks for listening.